You are listening to Season 5 of the Girl Talk Podcast, engaging conversations about authentic faith. Brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota in East Tennessee. Hello there, you're listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. Hey, I'm Trisha. And I'm Kelly. You know when you're in Scouts when you're a kid and you earn badges for different things? Mm -hmm. I would like to start this podcast by saying there is no badge for busyness, okay? Really? No, there's no badge. I was hoping to well, get it today. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. We we hold out hope that our busyness will one day lead to some badge of some sort. Like we will get mom of the year because we were the busiest. We had the busiest calendar, had the most things written down in our planner, and we mo- w- marked the most things off of our list in a day. Do we not live that way? Actually, yes. Is that not how we find our worth? <laughs> no, right? I'm, oh, I'm Kelly better. B just wow. asking the big question right That's there at the... At the, there is no badge for business. And I, a couple of years ago, I have to tell on myself just a, a, like a teeny bit. But a couple, a couple of years ago, um, I was speaking to a women's group somewhere and I was like, your busyness is not glorifying to God. And God went, <clears throat> do you hear that? D- did you hear that? Like your busyness is not glorifying to me. You're saying that to all them. And yet, what are you thinking yeah. about? You're like 20 minutes after I leave here, I got to do this. Is it? You know, those kinds of things. And it's in those mm-hmm. moments that I think. We as women kind of hit overdrive and tried to do it all. And we all know somewhere in the back of our minds that the balance is like not possible, right? Right. But we continue to be frustrated Mm -hmm. by the fact that we can't balance it all. And that's what this podcast is about today. We're going to talk about balance and how to find some sense of normalcy. And I don't even know that a sense of normalcy is even... A thing because what I think is normal, what you think is normal, two totally different things, right? Yes. So, what is this discussion even about? Right? right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, I saw this um, illustration one time, and maybe you've seen it, but where a guy, he came up on stage and he had these, this jar, this gigantic jar, and then he had all these rocks and all this sand and all this stuff spread out all over this table. And he started first by putting in all the sand into mm-hmm. his jar and mm-hmm. then he put in all these little tiny pebbles into the jar and then he put all these little tiny rocks and then all these big rocks they had no place to go they mm-hmm. just had to sit there on the on the table and um he dumped it all out and put it all over all over the table again and then he put in the big rocks first this mm-hmm. time and then he put in the little tiny rocks and then he put in the pebbles and then he put in the sand and everything fit and his oh, wow. illustration basically said If you focus on the big rocks first, you put the big rocks into your jar. So we all have a limited amount of space, a limited amount of time, a a limited amount of stuff we can accomplish and do. But if we start focusing on all the little tiny pebbles that are really just annoyances or really just not important things, then we have no space in our life for the things that are really, really important. Right. But the big stuff, the big rocks, we put those in first and then we have room and space to do the other stuff and we're focusing on the things that are most important to us, most important to God, things like our family. Right. And so I guess the first place that we need to start with that would be to determine what your big rocks are. That's right. yeah. Because I think yeah. a lot of us probably focus on things that aren't big rocks and get frustrated by the little pebbles or the sand even just because we're treating them like a big rock. Yes, we treat it all the same, Yeah, I think. And I, I know I have definitely done that. And I think part of it is because we're being... We're being fed a lie Mm -hmm. that you can do it all. And we're being fed a deception that you can be celebrated if you do it all. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. even like you need to try to do it all. It's like, wow, you're so awesome because you're so busy. And Mm -hmm. you're so impressive because you're so busy. And I want to be busy like you. I mean, it's like this crazy 
thing. Like we'll see social media posts and and people are doing all these things and we go, wow, that's amazing. I want to do that. But do I really? Right. No. And and plus, it's not even possible. It's not possible to fit all the big rocks, all the little rocks, and all the sand in the jar. It's just not possible. You know, I think sometimes we have to, like, take the string of busyness and pull it all the way to the root and figure out what is there. And I think you just hit on something. We want to do what everybody else is doing, but that's not necessarily our gifting or our calling or all those things. And I think if I pull that string long enough, I get to, like, me and God going, okay, God... You tell me what the big rocks are Mm. like. That's where I need to start, because if I am left to my own devices to decide what the big rocks are, I will get them so wrong and I will be in somebody else's lane doing something I'm not called to do. I I think we see a perfect example of this in a church. If you've ever worked in a church and you've known somebody who does a lot of stuff in the church, and I think. Maybe I'm hitting on something that you shared a little bit earlier, so we'll let you tell that story. But somebody does a lot of stuff in church, but you can tell they are so miserable doing it. Did I say that? Am I allowed to say that on this podcast? Well, they're exhausted, and they're they're stressed out, and they're not having the joy of doing it. I love it when people used to come to me. They used to do this all the time and say, the Lord has laid you on my heart for this mm-hmm. particular mm. position. And I'm like, well, that's funny because Lord ain't told me that yet. <laughs> and it is so hard to say no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it is, is hard. so hard it to is. say no. I've gotten myself in that in that situation. I just this week made the decision to walk away from teaching the one and two year old Sunday school class at our church. Oh, and they are the cutest little kids. I, I love them. Oh, yeah. Teaching them Bible stories and having, you know, having them say, this is the Bible and I hold up the Bible and what's the Bible? The Bible's God's word. How exciting is that yeah. to see them? But I realized that every Sunday morning I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off mm-hmm. and I was frantic and I was not in a place where I could stop and actually worship. I had taken on too much. I was trying to sing in the choir. I was trying to be the women's minister and greet everybody and teach Sunday school. And it's too much. You know, that's, that's, Mm -hmm. that's a good thing. I mean, it's such a good thing, but it may not be the God thing that he's calling you to do. And and it's so hard because we want to do the good things. But I mean, the most important thing is that you have that time to worship and then you can serve with the overflow that you have. But if you're not being poured into by taking time to spend time with Christ mm. and spend time worshiping yes. God, you you will run dry. And I know it because I've done it. Um, you know, it's just, it's it's crazy. And Corey Ten Boom said this once. She said, if, if the devil can't make you sin, he'll make you busy so because you won't spend your time with God if you're just busy all the time, even doing good things. Mm-hmm. 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 And you said a very important word. Serve out of your overflow. Mm-hmm. I think two things happen to us in the church. We, we either don't serve out of the overflow and we just serve from our own limited capabilities or we serve because we need validation. Am I allowed to say you that? Are, you, you are. You are. You're telling truth bombs. Yeah, And, and, and here's the only reason I can say that. So you can email me all day long and call and leave me ugly messages. And I love the church. The church is my heart. I love my church. I am a big fan of church. But I will say this, a lot of people get into ministry positions and a lot of people serve out of a need to be wanted, a need to fill something in them instead of serving out of the overflow of their relationship with God. I'm even guilty of it from time to time. Well, and the 
we also have a tendency, I have the tendency, I shouldn't say we, I have a tendency to think about, um, to serve because nobody else will. Right. Or the perception in my head that nobody else will. Right. I have to be the one to do all the things. And it's simply not true. If yeah. you give other people opportunities to serve, they will rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. That's so That true. is true. Now, and I, so I read this great book. And you, I think you may have read it too. Yeah. The Best Yes. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Turkhurst. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she talks about how, um, basically, it's what we're talking about. Like, you have a limited amount of resources. And if you say yes to everything, then you won't have a yes to say to the best things. Right. And yes. it's so important to kind of sift through and make sure that you have the yes available for the best things. And that includes saying no to some other things. And she also said, if you're always the one saying yes, because you are concerned nobody else will step up or, or whatever, or because your motive is that you, you need to be validated, whatever the reason is, if you're always the one stepping up, it could be that you are robbing someone else mm. from their opportunity to serve mm-hmm. and to do what God's called them to do. Now, the, I thought that was a crazy way of thinking because I was, so like, you, good. I was like, I don't think anybody else is going to step up. But hey, God's working on them. Right. And, and is potentially asking them to step up. Well, that is such such great insight because you touched on something that I kind of set up straight with there for just a minute. You probably saw me in the video go, oh, because when someone asks me to do something, I have this emotional reaction. Y'all have that? Yes, I think so. Go ahead. Tell tell more. So, so when someone asks me to do something, what happens in my brain? And I've never even thought this through until recently. And God's really been challenging me to like think about my thought process in this and identify my emotions that I'm feeling. But when somebody asks me to do something, I'm like, oh, they thought enough of me to ask. Right. Like it comes about you. They want me. Right. They want me. Are you calling me selfish? Yes. I, yes. Yes, yes you sorry. are. I am. Pride. It's it is. True. That's all it is. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I need to say yes because then they'll think I'm just a wonderful person. And then I say yes to things I'm not gifted to do. And they're like, you just messed, you just put us back six months, you know? And it's because I have that emotional response to being asked. It's mm-hmm. that validation. It's that they think enough of me. So I need to say yes. But I think, and this all goes back to what I was saying before about pulling that string and getting back to the root of all of this. Because for me, it's not just I like to say yes and I like, it is more about my ego. It is more about my pride. It is more about my selfishness than it is anything else. And I may be the only one, but I'm willing to stand here and be the example. I'm going to ask you to dig deeper beyond that pride feeling or the fact that it's selfish. Dig deeper because I am, I've had the same exact thing, but I realize that the reason I'm doing it, it may seem pride or selfish, is insecurity. Mm-hmm. It's actually the deeper pieces yes. that I am not enough unless I'm doing these things, unless I'm busy enough that people acknowledge it. And that fills me up on some level that I'm not filled up enough on my own. Mm. And it, it comes off sometimes as pride and selfishness. But for me, at least when I've dug yeah. deeper into mm-hmm. it, it's really insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're probably mm-hmm. right. You're probably right. I Here's the other thing. When I pull that string and I get down to the bottom of that, I wish it was one decision I could make and say, okay, no more. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's like, um, I can say in this podcast right now, I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> I can even say it 
and we record it, and it go out on YouTube and on the interwebs and everywhere, <laughs> all, all over the world. On the and social media, will walk right out of here. <laughs> and so I'll say, "Would you cook something for the pot roast on Sunday?" Uh, yeah, sure. I'd love to. And I don't like to cook, and I'm bad at it. But I can drive through Kentucky Fried Chicken and pick up a pot pie and bring it. I don't know, but I will say yes to things yeah. like right after. And I think the enemy knows that, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not one decision that you make. It's becoming like aware of this is my thought process and here's how I react to certain things and really number one and here I am again like standing on my soapbox about community I love community and I think it's so important because I need accountability more than all y'all I do I need accountability I need somebody to call me the car like Kelly did and go hey you're, you're, that's selfish right. work yeah. on your pride that's okay right it is not just okay, it's really good. I know, it's, it's needed. It's honest. And yes. if you are not here, and we have a lot of people who say this in, in emails and phone calls that we get and people that we talk to, they're like, I'm not having these conversations with anybody else. And I, I appreciate that, that you enjoy what we do here at Girl Talk. But our goal is not to get you to listen to this podcast. Our right. goal is to engage you in your community of faith and for you to have people who will look you in the eye and say, that is a load of bull and I'm not letting you buy with it anymore. Because mm-hmm. I need that. Dig right. deep. Absolutely. Dig deep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of the things that just popped into my head, okay. some words Sorry. that, it's good, I'll let you I get, gotta get for a second. I got to <laughs> get hot under the collar on that <laughs> yeah, one, didn't exactly. I? I'm sorry. So, it's getting warm in here. One of the things I heard Carol Davis say one time. Oh, here we go. Was that yes. um, was the was the definition of disobedience? So if God asks you to do something and you don't do it, what's that called? Disobedience. disobedience. If God calls you to do two things and you do five, what's that called? Disobedience. I actually think Laura yeah. Story said that. Oh, did she? Yeah, oh, she's so wise. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm quick to tell Smart you. I women. didn't. I didn't say that. <laughs> but it's so true. Disobedience. I mean, right. it is. And how disobedient have I been in right. my life? Right. To oh, take yeah. on fourteen thousand gazillion things, and when God really said, "Kelly, I'm calling you to do these two things. Right. Do, do those two things and do them well. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's the difference. Yes. At yeah. least for me, yeah. I can sign up for five things and do them and not have the joy. Not not feel confident about them and not do them well yeah yeah or we can sign up for two things and do them excellently right as if we're doing them for the lord which we are and have you guys have you guys ever done the one of those spiritual gift tests i think i've done every one many of them yeah yeah so several god's also gifted us with different things that we can use to serve him with yes and what we end up doing is serving outside of our giftedness you know Mm. my number one gift is hospitality yeah and so being a women's minister and making sure people feel very comfortable in the church and that women know that they are loved and appreciated and welcome in our church is smack dab in my giftedness. Uh-huh. But teaching two-year-olds what a Bible is, lovely, lovely thing, but that might not, not be what God's calling me to do. It's not yeah. my giftedness. Yeah. And, and here's what I'll tell you if you take one of those. Because Trisha actually did this for me because I took it. I took the the inventory or whatever you call it. And and I like I'm like, this is not my gifting. And then Trisha, in a conversation that we were having about something else one day, she's like, oh, your gift of evangelism. I'm like, absolutely. That's the truth. So true. Yes. Like I've scored high on that like every time. Yeah. But and but I also scored high on hospitality. Right. And I was like, have you seen my house? Have you eaten my food, like yeah, but you make people feel so that's welcome. The, that's right. the hospitality, right? Piece. And yeah. love. But, but those two things for me were like. Pfft. But when you think about it, there again, 
I think so much of the enemy's tactic is to just get us to do things and not even think about it. Mm-hmm. Distract, distract, right? distract. So Look over here. Look at the birdie. Look at the birdie. You know? Meanwhile. And knows yeah. how we mm-hmm. tick. Knows that we we really struggle with pride. Yeah. Knows that we know that we struggle with insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't struggle deep, with deep it. Down. It wins most days. Mm-hmm. I'll just be. I mean, let's no. just be honest. The insecurity True. and the pride wins a lot of days. Yes. If you don't start your day off with the complete commitment to live differently, we will all drift toward pride or insecurity or some some yucky combination of both. I mean, seriously, the day has to start with, I choose the spirit over the flesh. My flesh wants this. My flesh wants that. My flesh says yes. My flesh needs validation. My flesh needs somebody to tell me I'm okay. But we have to, have to, have to get our minds into spirit mode to avoid that. Otherwise, we will just drift down that polluted mm. river every time. And I will say, it's not just a one-time decision in the morning. For right, me. that's true. Truth, truth, yes. <laughs> for yes. me, it's like, when you when yeah. your feet hit the floor in the morning, and then after you take your first step, and then after that third step, every time. like, yeah. and, and I think it does get easier when you start to make those decisions, and you do it more, um, you become aware more of like what your thought process is and how you're acting. You become more aware as you make that decision daily, 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 until finally you can like almost, you know, make it to like nine thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know? start over. Right? That's right. You get through at least one cup of coffee right. before it, it all starts or one to fall pot. apart. <laughs> or one pot if Which you're Carol. Yeah. Listen to this quote. So okay. I, I knew we were gonna be talking about this and I, I was thinking about this book that I have been reading. Um, I haven't had enough time to finish it. Ha ha. It's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Oh, wow. And it says you are more likely to run into the enemy in the form of an alert on your phone while you're reading your Bible or yet another soccer game on Sunday. Does that step on your toes as much as it steps on mine? Right. Right between the eyeballs. You know, he's not. It's it's the distraction piece. It's the piece that makes us think we ha- we can do it all, and so therefore it's okay mm-hmm. to make this choice or that choice that you know is not leading you in the right direction. That that to me just stepped all over my toes mm-hmm. because I'm I'll be doing my Bible reading and someone will text me Bing! and I will check the text. Mm-hmm. Right? Is sure. that more important than spending right. time with the Creator of the universe who's right. going to help me get through this day? Right? No, but yet I'm like, oh, it's urgent. It's needed. It's it's it fuels me. You know, it's the war of the flesh versus the war of the yes. spirit, like yeah. you said. So we were not meant to balance at all. No. That's that's not there is nowhere in scripture that, you know, says that that's what we were supposed to do. Right. right? Well, and, and specifically, there's that great scripture that talks about Mary and Martha. Oh, oh yes. Where Martha's like the busybody, yeah. you know, letting all the stuff get in the way. And Mary has said, forget about the stuff. Mm-hmm. Forget about the activity. Let me just sit at the feet of the Savior yeah. and listen to him. But have you ever wondered who's going to cook the meal that day? <laughs> like, I seriously always have felt sorry for Martha. But, I, I mean, yeah, maybe a man so will step up and do it for that's her. That's right, yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe good old <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Come on, Peter. Yeah. No, but this, you're, you're right. I want that. Yes. I want yes. what you just said, that to be the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he said, Jesus said, Mary has chosen the better thing. The better thing, yeah. And if we can just remember, A, it's a choice. Oh, that's good. B, the better thing is to stop and be still and to yeah. listen and to not try to balance it all, not try to do it all, but so listen to him. let's come up with a challenge. Okay. We can also ascribe to that challenge 
and make it a challenge for listeners to Girl Talk Podcast. So first thing in the morning, we say, God, what are my big rocks today? Mm-hmm. Big rocks. What are the big rocks? Love it. What are the big rocks? Where do you want me to focus my energy? And then... <laughs> Two minutes after that, you ask him again. As needed. <laughs> That's right. Reapply Are you as sure needed. those are my big rocks? Because, you know. And maybe write them down. Nice exactly. rock. It's so oh, cute. my goodness. That'd be great if you write down your big rocks. You know, this is where I feel like God oh, is calling me rocks. to be fully engaged and, and spend my energy today. And then I think we have to be open to the interruptions because there's always going to be interruptions. And I'm not a planner, but I have a way in my head that I think everything is going to go. And when it doesn't work out that way, I get kind of sideways, you know. So I think we have to identify the big big rocks. I think we have to serve out of the overflow. I don't think balancing it all is is glorifying to God because we do nothing well, you know. And if we're going to serve God, you know, if 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 I was going to cook a meal for Jesus, I'd want it to be the best meal I ever made, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sure. I couldn't do that and attend a soccer game and work full time and you know all these other things. <laughs> it's a really stupid example, but it is so true that if we're going to serve like we're serving the Lord, which we are, then that needs to be our best, right? That's right. You wouldn't give him your leftovers. The leftover Meatloaf. Well, just drop the mic right there, Trisha. Thank you. So true. I just think about Jesus. the meatloaf in my fridge. You get my ham sandwich. That's all I got. Like <laughs> I got. You know, so frozen. I yeah, right. Identify the big rocks. Serve from, from the overflow. And stop trying to do it all. It is not your responsibility. It is not my responsibility. Well, I, I need y'all to tell me. It's not your responsibility. It's you, not your, not respons- your responsibility. You're not Superman. It's not, it's your not, responsibility. not your responsibility either. It's not your responsibility. So it's can we give all yeah. of us that freedom to just kind of breathe, take a breath, and say, okay, this is where we are. And I want us to think about how we think about saying yes to things. Mm. Because that for me was a game changer because I just don't even think about it. I just emotionally respond mm-hmm. um, really quickly. And, and make decisions that aren't aren't glorifying and that aren't my gifting mm-hmm. anyway. So those are the, the big takeaways, don't you think? Great takeaways. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's your challenge for today. Identify the big rocks. Uh, serve out of the overflow. Think about what you're thinking about. And um, let us know how it goes. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, we've got a brand new Girl Talk podcast page on Facebook. Because if you are a girlfriend of the Girl Talk podcast, that page is private you want to join it you can but you can't share things off that page so we came up with a public girl talk podcast page where you can share all our content our podcasts we got quotes we got bible verses up there we do post truth tuesday so i mean all sorts of stuff on there that you can go and share with your friends invite a friend to come along to the girl talk podcast page it's a public page go like it right now also if you love these podcasts we would love for you to subscribe on itunes and google Um, so that you can get a new episode whenever it comes out. You don't have to wait to be reminded. It will actually send you a notification. Hey, there's a new Girl Talk podcast today, and you can go download and listen to it anytime it's convenient for you. So those are the other two assignments. We gave a lot of assignments today. I hope people wrote things down. (laughs) I never write things down, so you'll probably have to remind me too. But we love you being a part of the Girl Talk family. Thank you so much for listening today, and we'll see you next time. We gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast. You've been listening to Season 5 of the Girl Talk Podcast, engaging conversations about authentic faith. Brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee.